live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue. It's the Jeff Wagner Show. Now, here's WTMJ's Jeff Wagner. Good afternoon, Wisconsin. Want to announce a, a new feature. Maybe it's going to be daily. I hope it doesn't have to be. Maybe it'll be weekly, but it, it's... I've been thinking about this for a while because if you are a regular listener, you know my frustration on a daily basis with dealing with what I will describe as the out-of-control crime problem in in this area. And and we talk about it, and we talk about it, and unfortunately, it it just – it. Nothing gets done about it. The car thefts, the reckless driving, the, the shootings, the just senseless stuff that goes on. And everybody's always appalled by this. But then the next day, there, there's more and more of it. And it's almost like we are getting numb to what is going on. I, I've been thinking about this for a while because I'm remembering back to my days as a narcotics prosecutor, mid-80s in the U.S. Attorney's Office. And at the time, it's probably like 86, 85, 86. And I was involved in prosecuting what at the time had been the largest seizure of cocaine in the history of the state of Wisconsin. Um, uh, I think total over like 50 kilos, which is well over 100 pounds of cocaine. Now, there's been bigger seizures since then, but this was a big deal back in, in, in the 1980s. And the, the organization that was bringing it up, it was based out of Miami, Florida, because back in the 80s, Miami was a source city. It's where a lot of the powdered cocaine and stuff that was uh, brought to Milwaukee and ended up coming from. So it's and it was a it was a father son brother operation that that were shuttling large quantities of cocaine up here and then storing it in a house in Oak Creek and then selling it throughout the area. So anyhow, um, the one of the principals, one of the big defendants at one point in time had been shot in in Miami. So we're investigating this and and he survived the, the shooting and always struck me there was this irony that you have a police officer who gets shot, the bullet nicks an aorta and the police officer dies. In this case our our main defendant who was a drug dealer took three bullets to the chest and and walked out of the hospital like 2 weeks later. Just uh, amazing. But anyhow, we're down in South Florida and I'm talking to the the police and I'm I'm trying to find out some some details about this shooting. And I remember saying to the police officer, now this is again, it's the mid-1980s, it's Miami Vice, all that stuff. I said to one of the narcotics cops in Florida, I said, are, are there any newspaper accounts? This is back when there were still people who read newspapers. I said, are there any newspaper accounts or anything public about this shooting? And I remember that the, the officer looked at me and said, Mr. Wagner, this is, this is don't you realize this is Miami? He said, there... There are people murdered on the street, you know, in this drug culture, you know, daily. And unless unless it's a group of like Catholic uh, parochial school children who get shot getting off the bus, just a regular a regular murder doesn't even make the news anymore, much less a shooting where the guy doesn't die. And I remember thinking, you know, I never want to get to the point where where we are so immune to the idea of of criminal behavior and violence and things like that that we it it doesn't even get covered and, and yet i think we are very very close here in southeastern wisconsin to reaching that point i will tell you on a daily basis as i'm preparing for this show 
You, you look through the radio news reports and you look through the TV news reports and you look through the, the stuff that you get from various other you know community groups and whatever. The amount of crime that is going on is just stunning. And it's it's too much to, to almost process much less to single out, you know, particular things. And I'm worried that we're at the point where we're just like totally accepting this sort of stuff is, oh, this is the new normal. And I never want to get to that case. So what I am going to do is in an effort to try to make sure that we don't become immune to this and the idea of criminal behavior doesn't just become a white noise. Ah, okay, I turned on the news on Channel 4 or Channel 6 or Channel 12, and the first five stories were this police chase and that police. I don't even know what's going on. What I want to do is I want to put a feature, and we're going to do it daily for a while, and hopefully, hopefully my goal is maybe things will get better and there won't be a need to do this. But I, I've been playing around with the title, and we have a couple of good ones. Charlie suggested uh, Brew City Bad Guys, but but actually I don't want to limit it just to the, the city of Milwaukee. So at least temporarily, our working title for this feature is TPT. You know, on, on ESPN, they, they've got the PTI, Pardon the Interruption, and it's co- kind of known by the acronym. For this, it's going to be TPT, at least for the time being. Tomorrow's Prisoners Today, TPT. And what I want to do is I want to, rather than spending huge segments of the program talking about, oh, we have another one of these or that, and, you know, we need to have mandatory minimum penalties or we, we need to hold people accountable, I just want to highlight as part of tomorrow's Prisoners Today just some of the crimes that have gone on even just in a 24- or 48-hour period. You know, this is the stuff that happened since we just spoke yesterday or it's the stuff that happened you know maybe since we spoke on monday afternoon just with the idea of highlighting some of this stuff just so we don't lose track of the site the idea that you know we do have crime and crime is out of control so for our first edition of tpt tomorrow's prisoners today here's our honorable honorable mention crime for the day this is honorable mention Police chase ends up near 36th and Locust in Milwaukee. Uh, This was about 11.30 last night. An investigation is underway following a police chase that spanned several miles and crossed city lines overnight. Fox 6 News pricked up the pursuit on Wisconsin Avenue in Wauwatosa. It ended near 36th and Lisbon. No additional details have been released, including what started the chase. So our honorable mention... Tomorrow's Prisoners Today, TPT story, is just the police chase. This, of course, thankfully ended. It doesn't appear that anybody was hurt, but another example of, again, what is going on. That's the chase. All right. In, let's see, our bronze winner, our third place on Tomorrow's Prisoners Today, Milwaukee pedestrian killed, driver had no license. Salvador Moro Rafina, 36 of Milwaukee, was driving without a license when he hit a pedestrian near Layton Boulevard and Greenfield, according to the criminal complaint. The pedestrian, 
a 77-year-old man died from his injuries the day after the crash. He was originally taken to the hospital in grave condition. The crash happened around 2.30 p.m. A police officer happened to be at the red light, heard the crash. He then saw the pedestrian's body go over the hood of a car. The officer jumped into action in an attempt to try to save the man's life. Prosecutors say the driver stopped about a block away. The car was the car window windshield was shattered. There was broken glass on the passenger side, according to the criminal complaint. Uh, Moro Rafino admitted to hitting the man. He also admitted to driving without a license. DOT records confirmed he does not have a driver's license. So here you have a guy who is one of the thousands and thousands and thousands of people in southeastern Wisconsin without a driver's license who ends up driving a car nonetheless hit, kills a guy, and now he will be going to jail. That's only our bronze medal winner today. The silver medal winner of the Tomorrow's Prisoners today, a horrible, horrible story, and we've been talking about it on the news. 16-year-old killed in a stabbing near 43rd and Good Hope, 19-year-old woman arrested. Uh, Today's TMJ4 reports this. 16-year-old boy was stabbed and killed in Milwaukee late Tuesday night. The incident happened near 43rd and Good Hope around 11.20 p.m., which, of course, raises the question about what the 16-year-old was doing on the street, 43rd and Good Hope. That's right where, like, Triple I Country Club is, if you can kind of picture that area. What they're doing around 11.30 at night. When police arrived on the scene, they found the 16-year-old with a stab wound, pronounced him dead on the scene. 19-year-old woman was arrested in connection with that incident. So you've got that going on. Another teenager killed on the mean streets of Milwaukee. But today's, today's, Tomorrow's Prisoner Today featured story is one, and I've got a link to this if you follow me on Twitter. It's at Jeff Wagner 620. Here's the story if you haven't been following it. About 1210 yesterday afternoon, right after the start of the show, 4800 block of North Green Bay Avenue on Milwaukee's north side. This is almost... It's, it's almost Glendale. This is like Hampton and Green Bay Avenue, if you can kind of picture that. There's um, Lincoln Park is, is right there. The driver of an SUV collided with a parked Milwaukee County Transit System bus Tuesday afternoon. Okay, so what happened? The bus is parked. The driver is in the bus, and there are thankfully no passengers in this. What caused the SUV to collide with the bus? Well, apparently what happened is there was a gun battle on the streets. The driver of the vehicle was shot or shot. You know, he was shot by a driver of another vehicle. 1210 in the afternoon, Green Bay and Hampton. And you've got a rolling gun battle. Okay, so someone shoots at this SUV causes the driver to swerve, crashes into the Milwaukee County Transit System bus, and catches fire. And again, if you follow me on Twitter, I've got a link to the story. There's dramatic 
you know, pictures and photographs of the car on fire. So the then the guy who is shot at, who smashes into the bus, he gets up, he takes off, the shooter flees the scene. They're able to um, track down the guy who crashed into the bus because he arrives at a hospital later on with serious but non-fatal injuries sustained in the crash. The bus driver was taken to the hospital with injuries as well. But this is one of these stories where, again, it it is it is but it's a it's a miracle it's a miracle that no innocents including the bus driver were killed but this might be one of the new Wagner's rule of life this might be Wagner's rule of life number five relying on miracles is not an anti-crime strategy and that is precisely what it was a miracle that somebody was not killed in this shootout literally at high noon on Hampton and Green Bay. We can never just start and consider taking this stuff for granted. We can never become just numb to the fact that these unacceptable levels of violence are going on. And so our, our featured crime today on our, you know, tomorrow's Prisoners Today feature are the people that were involved in the rolling gun battle at high noon yesterday on Green Bay and Hampton. And again, if you want more details, follow me on Twitter. It's at Jeff Wagner 620. A miracle that nobody was killed. Tomorrow, we'll see who the new candidates are for TPT. I hope we don't have any crime between now and then. Not going to hold my breath.